0: Hello CWC West Valley Unicorns. Welcome to another edition of the Unicorn Weekly, our podcast. I'm Sarah Lima.
1: And I'm Mr. Brown. Thank you guys for tuning in today.
0: We hope everybody had an exciting and relaxing spring break. Mr. Brown, how was your spring break?
1: My spring break was very relaxing. Um, I didn't have any Zooms, so it felt really good. (laughs) How about yours?
0: It was wonderful. I um, I unplugged as well, and it was really nice. A lot of time with my family, and we uh, we have vaccinated grandparents. So my kids got to hug their both sets of grandparents um, for the first time in a year. So it oh, was, that's it was,
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, it was a big spring break for us.
1: That's really cool.
0: Yeah, So um, so everyone, we know that there's been a lot of information coming your way with our plans to go back to campus in person. We're super excited. So we're just going to go over a lot of uh, a lot of that information for you here, and remember, if anything that we anything we say here that you're interested in, it is in your inbox, uh, in the weekly, so you can find all the links there.
1: Yes, and uh, I know for the next two weeks we're going to be doing some async days, as well as uh, some exploratory classes with all of our amazing special specialist teachers. Um,
0: Yes, and round, act- of applause, round of applause for you, Mr. Brown. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I know we have some really cool classes like uh, learning how to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, dog trainings, uh, Disney classes, uh, some music appreciation. There's so many amazing classes going on that I know our students would love to uh, check out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to to see more about those as we come and hear what our kiddos have been enjoying. So I hope that everybody has uh, signed up and logged in and headed to some of those classes. Um, So after all of that, after our asynchronous days and our amazing exploratory classes, our first day of in-person learning is Tuesday, April 20th for cohort A and Thursday, April 22nd for cohort B. And Cohort C, of course, will remain virtual. Um, we are planning some really exciting back-to-campus celebrations. So we're, we're looking forward to to seeing all of you.
1: Yes, and I know that we're doing some uh, safety training for our families on Thursday, April 8th, from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Oh, Wait, that's today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's today. Well, that's okay. You know, okay, that's okay because... The important thing is if you missed it, it is recorded and you can watch the session outside. We know that that was a small window. so Nice. <laughs> yes, it's mandatory to experience it. But if you missed it, that's OK. You can you can replay the video. That'll be coming through your email.
1: Nice. Miss mm-hmm. um, Lima, what is surveillance testing exactly?
0: So surveillance testing only applies to our students who are returning to campus for in-person learning it is a test for the COVID-19 test to see if you have COVID-19. We want to make sure everybody who comes back to school is healthy. Um, It is a saliva test. That's been our number one question. We are not sticking things up your kids' noses. We know that's important to everybody um, that we're not going to be doing that to our little ones. So yeah, so it's a saliva test. We're going to, you know. As much as we can make it fun, it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be joyful. We're all gonna say how silly this is and it's gonna be great. Um, so that'll be taking place on campus on April 13th and April 16th between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Um, if you need to schedule a time outside of these hours, you can email info-westvalley at cwclosangeles.org.
1: Nice, and this is a requirement for returning, correct?
0: Yes, yeah, everybody has to be tested weekly. Um, I am going to do my test tomorrow. Teachers have already been being tested weekly so that we can be on campus preparing. Um, And there is a link in your email to go ahead and register your kiddo for that.
1: And please register by Monday, April 12th, um, because it is definitely required. So please make sure you register before 8 a.m. on Monday.
0: Awesome. Um, Oh, we also have our intent to re-enroll. You can find that form in Parent Square. It needs to be filled out by Friday, April 30th. It just means that you are coming back to uh, school next year and that helps us with our numbers and all of our funding. So please do fill that out. Um, Mr. Brown, we had something really exciting happen this week.
1: We did.
0: It was our very first walkathon it was awesome
1: Ooh.
0: oh my goodness we completed gosh I don't even have our numbers here but the kiddos did I mean thousands of minutes.
1: Wow of,
0: yeah and we surpassed our goal um, our funding goal. Our goal was twenty thousand. Wow did, yeah over twenty two thousand dollars so
1: Wow congratulations to our, our entire community that was great.
0: Yeah, it, it really was. It really is a, a community event, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Fun to see everybody, and uh, fun to see Mrs. Mansfield get pushed into her pool. <laughs> I hope, yes. <laughs> I hope everybody, hope everybody, uh, saw that.
1: Yes. So now, I wanted to transition to an interview that we did with one of our amazing staff members.
0: All right, good morning and welcome. We have a really exciting interview this morning with Ms. Stephanie Del Barco, who is our uh, substitute teacher here at CWC West Valley and sometimes TA and also mom to kindergartner Mateo. Morning, Stephanie. Good
2: morning. So excited to be here
1: how are you doing today
2: i'm doing great i'm kind of getting used to the new routines of getting everyone ready for school you know um my youngest he's starting his preschool today and so getting him used to getting dressed and like we have new routines now that we're everyone's going back to school so i think we're all just kind of adjusting to a new normal again
1: nice how do you feel about going back to school, both as a parent of students and also as a teacher?
2: I'm excited about both. <laughs> I'm excited um, to be able to work more fully, um, you know, just to be more present with my work because I do miss the, the work that I, I have as a teacher and to be able to give more to it. I'm excited for, I'm excited for my sons. You know, they've only had each other to play with. And so, which was amazing for their bond, but they have to realize that there's a whole other world out there and there are other kids, you know, to play with, to learn from, to build relationships with. So for me all around, it's gonna be a good experience for everyone. And I do also like the fact that, you know, CWC is easing it in because it gives everyone a time to just adjust, you know, instead of just abruptly all the time, you know, leaving the house, there are certain nice things about being together. So, you know, there's a silver lining to all of it. And then there's a silver lining to also going back to the uh, another normal, going back to school and, and work and things like that, So, um, But I'm an optimist, so <laughs> I'll see the good in everything.
0: Yes, yes. Um, how, are, how are your kiddos feeling? How, how do the boys feel about going back out into the world and going back to school? in person? Um, my oldest, he's super
2: excited. I mean, he is very excited to see these friends, you know, that he's made virtual relationships with and to be in person. And I think really, honestly, just to play with them, I think is what he's most excited about. My youngest, he's three. And so he's uh, he's not quite used to, you um, other people you know he's been quarantined since he was been two so he's um he i think he'll have another just a bigger adjustment than mateo so but i think i think kids are resilient so he'll figure it out and i think um it'll be good for him to make friends outside of his brother
1: <laughs> that's cool um how do you find balance like a work life balance because I know you've been doing virtual teaching with our students, but also, I guess, virtual school with with your children as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was amazingly hard. I actually had to step away from work for some time because it was insane. I mean, there was a day where, you know, my youngest got locked into a bathroom and crying and I'm in the middle of a lesson pretending like nothing's happening you know luckily I had another teacher on with me and I had to run and get my husband and then he's you know hammering down the door and I'm sitting there you know turned went to another space and just resumed the lesson <laughs> I mean it's hard because I don't have childcare, care and like you know my my mom has a different belief about COVID and, and vaccines and things like that and so I couldn't you know, bring her on to help me with child care. So really it was just us um, figuring it out. Um, But yeah, there was no balance. That's what, that's the hard part was that there was no balance and it was either or. And I feel like there were so many families that were stuck in the situation of like, what do we decide? Because they're two important things, you know, Your family, your work, your health, you know, finances. There were so many decisions that were put into families' laps. And then you had to decide what are we gonna, what route are we gonna choose? And so I feel like um, that was really hard on everybody. Um, But, you know, humans are resilient, like, you know, that's kind of the theme. And you find a way to, to plow through and and you grow from difficult circumstances and you find, you discover, I think, what you value the most, you know, what's most important to you and neither value is right or wrong, um, but just what's most important to you and your family. And so um, it was hard, it was hard. And I think it feels good that there's a little bit more breathing space and like, you know, we can kind of somewhat find a better balance for ourselves, for our kids. I mean, self-care was, a, was was like a goal that was really hard to get to, um, but you know, you make it through.
0: I love that. I heard you say um, that COVID was kind of a time of discovery with no answers, no right answers necessarily, but just a time of discovery. And that really resonates with me. I love that. Um, now, I know that you, as an educator, have a uh, specialty in math, and you have some some ways that you have been, throughout the pandemic, uh, incorporating sort of a joyful math learning for your kiddos. Um, is there anything that you can, can share with us about that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, being more time at, at home,
2: I think allowed me to just with my kids just to show them like math is everywhere like you know you're you're taught that math is just about numbers and like formulas and things like that absolutely not like math is in your kitchen it's in your car it's in your bedroom it's in your toys it's in your activities like anything really we had more opportunities to see math in the world you know we had more time to cook together and just talking about how many teaspoons how many you know cups and questions would arise like well what's a cup or some type of measurement you know and so finding you know tape measures around the house and wanting to build projects with dad the tape measure has is a basically a number line you know um and so being introduced to a foot you know like So I just feel like there were so many experiences where we could just bring math to life where it wasn't just numbers, it was geometry sometimes. Like if, you know, I'm making a, I was, I crochet. And so my son would ask about the shapes I was making and I would point it out, you know? And just the patterns that there are in different rows as you're crocheting, you know? And so um, there was more time for that. There was more time for chores. (laughs) which I think is a huge um, world of math play because I can say, all right, you know, you guys have one minute to clean up 10 toys. So they're experiencing uh, how to estimate about what a minute is, right? Or they can count the minute themselves up to 60. And then they have 10 pickup toys. I said, we only found eight. How many more do you need to get to 10? And they could actually see, you know, like the two, toys that are left and visualize that eight and two make ten so you know and as they're feeding the dog or giving him water about how many cups do you think that makes you know and so the constant estimating and things like that um in chores um and also board games i mean we had so much time it was like the board games board games are like math God sense because you are counting the little your your little pip or whatever um, the l- number of tiles. You know that's one to one correspondence. The kid is physically moving that you know that figure around. Um, if you're having to look at dice, you are starting to visualize amounts. Um, not to mention if you are strategizing, you know if you have to strategize, what am I going to do next to beat my opponent? strategizing is kind of what you do when you're kind of thinking about proofs or planning your your what formula or strategy you're going to use to solve a word problem so I just feel like it gave us so many opportunities to just see math in the world which was wonderful
1: Mm -hmm. that's right um what is one thing that you learned this school year that you could share with with other parents like something that you learned that could be helpful
2: (laughs) wow it's harder to narrow it down there are so many hard lessons and good lessons Um, you know what I learned the most I think would be helpful to parents is to enjoy the small moments you know I'm someone who's used to being on the go on the go on the go and when I finally realized, you know, you have a, a, a moment and it was hard. It was hard to find peace. You know, you have all this anxiety about the world and anxiety about, oh my God, what's happening, um, that it was hard to just relish what is around you. So honestly, it's mindfulness, taking the time to listen to the bird in your tree Taking the time to smell your coffee. I mean, for me, that was something that I was forced to learn. This year, you know, you always know and you always like, oh yeah, I should, I should, I should. I was forced to really just settle and take in those moments because, I mean, what's life? You know, what is it all about if we're all on the go? What, why are we doing it? Who are we doing it for? Mm-hmm. And if you're working so hard, you know, why it's to enjoy those small moments is so that you have a chance to appreciate what you do have and to just enjoy it. Because as we all saw things change in a second <laughs> and, you know, life changes constantly. So just enjoy what happens now and worry about the rest when it comes. Let it go,
0: people. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) That is an excellent um, COVID discovery, Miss Stephanie. Um, Before we go, I'm going to put you on the spot for my very favorite uh, question pair, and you can interpret this how you'd like. I would like to know, what is your best and worst pandemic purchase?
2: (laughs) Uh, my worst purchase was because I never used it, was I got this thing that hangs off of the uh, of the, the doorknob, sorry. Um, it's like a neck hammock for Ooh. tech neck. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to hang it on the door right. <laughs> so therefore I never quite used it. And I tr- like when I tried to do it, it didn't come out quite right. Um, but my best purchase purchase was let's see oh a bread machine that was my best purchase we made bread like crazy the kids love it I love it I feel like I don't have to I don't have environmental impact with the plastic bags you know and the packaging um so that has been my best purchase love that question (laughs)
1: That's really cool.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I have one more question. Um, what do you love about CWC?
2: Oh, my gosh. Everything. I think, I think the, one, the community is important, right? And many schools say this, but it's different when you actually see a school actually doing the, doing what they're saying, you know? Um, but also I think it's just, it's really in a very wonderful way, bringing in the social emotional learning, the academics, the sense of community in a way that feels genuine, sincere, and where everyone that I have met and come across in this community really has their heart set in the right place. Um, and the values. I think the value of all people are wonderful. All people are of value. Your voice is valuable. Um, everyone has something to contribute. Um, that all of that is really important to me because you come across, you know, there's always trends in schools in terms of philosophies, you know, sways one way, sways the other. But um, to see a school that has its mission clear and it's steering in that way in a very genuine way is very very um, wonderful to see and the fact that my son is in love with everything I mean it's so nice to see your child be so happy and to see people be so happy to be you know in his presence and just and it's not just my son of course I mean just the way they treat all kids
0: I think it's important. That's beautiful. Thank you, Ms. Stephanie. Wonderful. That was that was great. So good to hear from our community, our staff, our parents. If you are interested in um, in giving us an interview, please send us an email: communications-westvalley@cwclosangeles.org, and we would love to interview you. Yes. All right, Mr. Brown. Hybrid learning updates here are the questions parents want to know so what is it what technology and other materials do kiddos need to bring to school
1: so learning from home children are still going to need a device to engage in our virtual learning um when kids are in school a portion of the learning will be on technology but also they will be engaging with their teacher as well
0: Yeah. And a note about that, you know, we will still be using technology in the classroom, but our school day for our kiddos who are hybrid in person, it's going to be live instruction. It's going to be with your teachers. It's going to be with peers. You know, what we're trying to accomplish is these classes have gone through a lot. They've been together since August. They've opened up their computer every morning and seen all the phases in their classroom. And, um, you know, we don't want to take away their whole classroom community so you know maybe morning meeting or maybe some part of the day we're working it out um you know we'd like them to be able to see their kiddos who are at home their other kiddos who are in a different cohort just so they still have that connection for these last few weeks of the school year that's good yeah i think it'll be i think it's going to be really really um really lovely we're excited about it um Yeah. So the devices will need to come to school um, for their in-person days. Please, please, please bring it charged.
1: Yes. (laughs) That is important.
0: (laughs) It's charged. And um, if you, if your kiddo is using your own personal device at home, don't bring that to school. We have enough technology that they'll be able to use something issued by the school um, at school. So again, only bring a device back and forth if it's owned by the school that you're using, but don't bring your own family-owned devices to school. Uh, okay, what else? What other materials might be needed for hybrid learning? Let's see. Um, you know, things like math workbooks might be coming back and forth. Um, some other, other materials like that your teacher, your child's teacher will let you know what needs to be brought back and forth on a regular basis. And honestly, you know, we're just asking for a little grace here as we <laughs> figure out exactly <laughs> exactly what's needed, um, to be brought back and forth. There's, you know, we're trying to make this, this part as low stress as possible. Yes. We're going to have what your child needs. We're going to make it joyful. Um, And yeah, so there might be a few things that come back and forth, but we're not anticipating, you know, luggage going back and forth every day. Um, Let's see. Oh, how about in-person learning supplies? If your family is able to. Yes.
1: So Mm -hmm. if your family is able to, um, we would like for you all to have a box of standard number two pencils, a small non-electric individual pencil sharpener a box of crayons, a box of colored pencils, a box of markers, two two pocket folders and a 70 page spiral notebook. And that's for grades second and up.
0: Yep, perfect. And if that's, if that's something that you're able to provide that list, that's wonderful. Um, if you're not, no worries, the school will supplement in every case that is necessary. Um, all right. We were also we're also going to continue to provide free meals to all households, even as schools reopen. We know that a lot of people have been able to um, to use the meal service as we've all been learning from home. That's going to continue, even as we go back to school. Um, so, who's eligible? Who's eligible for that, Mr. Brown?
1: Um, So all children are eligible um, from age zero to 18, and it doesn't matter your household income, um, all students are able to get a free meal.
0: Awesome. And this meal distribution, uh, previously we were only distributing on our Mar Vista and Silverlight campuses. Um, But now that we're going to be back in person, that distribution will happen at all campuses. So you'll be able to get those meals at West Valley. And of course, as we go back to school, you can bring your own lunch if you would rather for in-person learning days, that's totally fine. And um, snacks are also not provided. So please send a morning snack. And of course, as always uh, breakfast before school. Yes. <laughs> is helpful, um, especially cause you know, kiddos are going to be obviously wearing masks And snack time is going to be very intentional, you know, whereas before maybe you could, I don't know, go out in the hallway or something and have a snack. That's not really going to be an option now. So make sure your kiddo comes well fed and then we will provide intentional snack time as well.
1: That sounds good. So we have our Earth Day project coming up. Um, Earth Day is April 22nd.
0: Yes, super exciting. Uh, We have a really exciting project um, that our community champions have come up with. It is a seed jar germination experiment. Yeah, so you can, uh, there's a, a whole explanation and tutorial on how to sprout seeds in a jar at home. You can find that link in the weekly in your email. Um, And it's really cool because you can actually look at the seeds sprouting roots and sending leaves. Uh, You get to see the whole thing because it's through a clear jar. Super fun for kiddos. I've done it with my kids before. And this is a really great tutorial that our community champions have put together. So
1: nice. I think I'm probably gonna try it out myself as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Hey, we can have a, we can, um, maybe we'll put some pictures in the weekly of our own seed jars. Yes. (laughs) week awesome
1: so I wanted to give some community updates um first I wanted to start by thanking all of our families uh for spreading the word like just about our school and sharing it with other families and friends and social media so thank you all for just sharing that CWC love with everyone um prospect prospective families have questioned oh oh <laughs> <laughs> so for prospective families if you have questions about our school um on wednesdays at 10 a.m we're gonna do our intro to cwc west valley and it's an information session and you can sign up for it in our newsletter we have we have uh in the weekly we have a link to it
0: yeah those are really fun sessions um they're hosted by myself by christina d'angelo um, by Carla Duarte and um, yeah have your have your friends come it's it's actually a really fun hour we kind of chat about CWC and uh, it's a great way to introduce people to our amazing meeting Yep. Nice. oh we have an outreach committee uh, meeting that's coming up too that's exciting it's next week a Monday April 12th at twelve thirty. so if you're interested in you know being on the committee to help spread the word about CWC please attend that meeting we would love to have you there yes Mm -hmm. um school culture we have some action items hopefully you have found the community question flipgrid and padlet um and you can answer our april community question which is what are you doing to create a positive change in your community and the world
1: oh that's a really good question
0: it's a good question it's fun for kiddos Mm hmm yeah, so you know, that's something that you can encourage your kids to think about, you know, what are they doing to, to create that positive change? And they can answer the question on Flipgrid or on the Padlet. Um, we also have a community service, a monthly community service menu, our Spreading Unicorn Love menu. Um, and it's just a really cool way to get your kid involved in you know, giving back to the community and, and being a positive change maker. So those links are all, they're in your Google Classroom and they're also in the the weekly, you can find those links.
1: Nice. And make sure y'all keep an eye out for our May community question and uh, our May spreading love, spreading unicorn love Padlet. Um, Next month, our theme is going to be to be an upstander. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Awesome. Um, All right. And then our last committee that we have for parents is our community champions. They do lots of fun things. Um, The Earth Day project was brought to us by community champions. They do parent parties, classroom welcome banners. Um, Lots is going to be happening with the community champions as we go back to campus. Our next meeting is not until May, but please keep an eye out for that and join us if you can.
1: Yes. And I think that's all we have for today, Miss Lima.
0: I think that I think that pretty much covers it. A lot. Of information. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A lot of information this week. So thank you all for uh, tuning in and listening.
1: Yes, and if you all have any questions, please feel free to email us.
0: Wonderful. All right, and we will uh, we'll see you in two weeks.
1: Take care. This has been the weekly.